Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show, game preview show, 49ers vs. Saints. Hope you guys have all had a great Thanksgiving weekend so far. It has been awesome. I've been enjoying time with family. I've been enjoying time you know, catching up on what the 49ers are doing. I hope you guys have all been doing the same. But 49ers vs. Saints is rapidly approaching. Some always joke the, four, uh, the Saints are marching in, and the 49ers got to be ready for them, you know. Got people calling this could be a trap game. Huge win in Mexico City over the Arizona Cardinals means the 49ers are 4-0 in the division. 49ers are one of those teams now that are kind of being put at that upper echelon of teams in the NFC uh, in general, but also in the NFL. 49ers are coming on. This offense is starting to take hold. There's lots of good things coming out. Jimmy Garoppolo is playing at some of the best levels he's played at. This weaponry that Kyle Shannon has at his disposal is some of the best in the entire NFL. All that is true. And all, all the while, the defense is shutting people out in second halves and preventing people from scoring at a very good rate. They're making plays. Two turnovers in the game against the Cardinals means this 49ers team is rolling. But how can they keep it up? You know, Can they keep it up against a team like the Saints who's struggling? A team that is you know, desperation-wise on the edge of not being a part of the playoffs course with Tampa Bay only being five and five there is still the potential for them to go ahead and move up within their division uh, with wins but they got to win games very quickly and the 49ers right now are in their way and they're traveling to Levi Stadium I haven't seen the Saints come to Levi Stadium very often it feels like the 49ers are always playing in New Orleans but the 49ers get a little bit of a reprieve and they're going to have three games in a row in San Francisco which is great news for the 49ers. They can stay home. They can get healthy. We've got good news. Eric Armstead starting to practice. He's not going to play in this game, but he's nearing the you know the possibilities of him coming back. 
Uh, the, the injury list gets shorter and shorter. The 49ers get healthier and healthier, but they're going to have to all put it together on the field. I broke down the Saints over on Patreon. You could go check that out. Scouting report video, breaking down the Saints versus Rams game. And the Rams were able to have some success on the Saints defense, which should surprise some people because the Saints defense is no joke. I mean, they've got talent all over the place. You know, I mean, Dennis Allen uh, has been a good defensive coordinator. Of course, he's the head coach taking over for Sean Payton, but he's done a pretty good job over the years. And he's got a couple of defensive coaches helping him, including Chris Richard, which everyone will remember from his Dallas days. He was highly touted. He's a good secondary coach. And then they got Ryan Nielsen as well. Uh, he's the defensive line coach. And those guys are helping Dennis Allen. But I mean, just listening to some of the talent that they have out there, including Cameron Jordan, uh, he's one of the real beasts in this league. And you always have to account for his you know, whereabouts and where he's going to be doing. Uh, you have to make sure you are always paying attention to him. It's a lot like Aaron Donald. Uh, so the 49ers are going to be paying attention to where he is. I'm not saying he is Aaron Donald. I'm saying paying attention to him like that. And then, of course, at the middle linebacker spot, Demario Davis, one of the best in the league uh, from the linebacker. And over on the scouting part video, I point out a few times where he is not fooled. Uh, the other linebackers are, but he's not. And he ends up making a play and preventing the Rams from you know, getting more than what they could have got. They could have got a touchdown, but he stops it because of his great ability. And then in the secondary, they're talented as well. Uh, it starts with Tyron Matthew, comes over from Kansas City, the Honey Badger, got a lot of ability, and they use him in a variety of different ways, including putting him in the slot, lining him up on tight ends. He picks up running backs out of the backfield. I think he's going to be very important for this matchup against the 49ers because the 49ers have all those weapons. They move around in a variety of different ways. He's going to be tasked with playing against all of them and trying to help take, take them away. I expect a complex team from Dennis Allen in this one. Uh, but they also have Marcus May, the former uh, Jet. He's gonna he's the other safety. And then cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, I think everyone knows. But then Paulson Adebo, who came over from the drafted last year from Stanford, had a great rookie season. And if you've been on this channel, you know we are huge fans of him coming out in that draft. We thought the 49ers were going to select Paulson Adebo. Uh, they did not. John Lynch even referred to the fact that they were interested in drafting Adebo. I'm not sure he wanted to say that, but he did say that. So he's somebody that the 49ers are high on. He's got a lot of ability. And then they also have Chris Harris Jr., who's been playing the nickel for them. Uh, an older guy, but a lot of ability. We talked about him on this channel pretty extensively. That uh, During the offseason, we thought the 49ers could be interested in bringing him in. He's got some ability. And uh, he got beat against the Rams for a huge touchdown. They played man coverage. The Rams motion all the way across and beat him down the field. So there is areas to be able to take uh, advantage of this secondary of the New Orleans Saints. So it's going to be a, a fun matchup overall. Uh, Saints are not without talent on offense either. They've got Andy Dalton, Alvin Kamara. Of course, Dalton, you know, is not exactly who he was when he was drafted in 2011. You know, that, that player that took the Bengals to the playoffs, a pro, a three-time Pro Bowler. Uh, but he can still beat you if you allow him to. He didn't throw a lot of incompletions last week against the Rams. He was pretty good. So I think Andy Dalton is, is playing pretty well. But you're going to see a mixture of him and Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is going to come in. He's going to be in the shotgun. They're going to run read option with him. He's going to carry the football. He's an extra weapon you have to prepare for. The lineup at receiver, tight end, running back, quarterback, anything you could think of. He is their utility player, a lot like the 49ers use McCaffrey and Debo. Um, that's how Taysom Hill is used, all except the quarterback, which Hill can do it uh, better than you know a lot, but he's still not one of the best in the league. So when he's out there, 
uh, using his arm. That's a disadvantage for the Saints and an advantage 49ers. And then at the receiver core, Chris Olave, dynamite rookie out of Ohio State. He's been spectacular, better than even I thought he was going to be. Uh, the speed, the separation, able to catch the ball, doing a very good job. And then, of course, they have the, the seasoned veteran, Jarvis Landry. He just knows where to sit down. He knows where to play, uh, plays in the slot, and handles business. So they've got some talent all along this offense. And then their their offensive line has been somewhat beat up. They're going to have a different left tackle. Trevor Penning, the first-round pick, he's out. James Hurst has been questionable, but he'll probably play. They have Andrus Pete. Uh, he's okay. And then on the right side, it's pretty good. Cesar Ruiz and, and Ryan Ramchek are pretty good on the right side. I kind of expect Nick Bosa to line up on the left on the offense's left side, so his right side for a lot of this football game. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about you know some of the key matchups in this game. And I think one of the key matchups, and we'll start on the offensive side of the ball, is going to be this two-headed running back attack of Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. I know last week it was all about uh, you know kind of opening things up by Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball, him throwing the ball you know, double-digit times in a row, and them having great success with that, and the yak attack getting after it. That's what I was calling for in the offensive, you know, part of the field, and I think that's still available uh, because this defense uh, cornerback group gives up a lot of catches and a lot of yards. They're one of the worst in the league. The Foreigners wide receivers can have a huge effect, but I think the running game can really get going for the 49ers, and the reason I want the running game to get going is that'll take some of the pressure off these wide receivers, but also to open up play action. This is one of those weeks where play action pass can be dynamic. Uh, this is not a 3-4 defense. This is a 4-3 base defense. There's not going to be that extra outside linebacker, so you can move the pocket with your play action. And I think that'll give them some shots down the field to be able to take advantage of. The Rams were able to get some of those. The Rams were able to run for almost five yards a carry, and we've seen the Rams run game. It's not that good. So there are avenues to be able to run the football against New Orleans. I think Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell running the running the ball against the Saints is going to be very important. That will also take some of the pressure off the defense. The defense has had to stud up at some of these points, but let's keep them fresh. Let's keep them where they can shut out another team in the second half because if they're fresh, they're going to be one of the best to do it. And they've been getting after the quarterback in the second half. They've been making plays. Uh, they just look more healthy then the other teams, when we get to that point, a lot of that's the 49ers winning on third down and winning as far as possession. Uh, time of possession has been huge for the 49ers offense. They've been doing a good job with that. And a lot of it's when you convert over 50% on third down, you stay on the field. For the New Orleans Saints, you know their their defense is good. Demario Davis is going to be tasked with having to help stop this run game. And if you can get him coming forward, if you can get them trying to creep Tyron Matthew into the box to help you with the run game, that's going to leave you with a void over the middle of the field where you're going to be able to find these open receivers that Jimmy Garoppolo wants to get the ball to. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, there's just so many weapons, a plethora of guys. I didn't even mention George Kittle, who just had a breakout game against the Cardinals and could be poised for another one. If they decide they want to put the honey badger on George Kittle and try to take him away, number one, Kittle is a bigger body. Uh, Kittle's more physical. Those are advantages, 49ers. Number two, that means Tyron Matthews not paying attention to somebody else. I like Marcus May, but he is nowhere near the ability to be able to cover these guys one-on-one, -on -one, which means if you motion Christian McCaffrey out like the 49ers were doing last week, he's a matchup issue. But it all starts with the run game. Let's get it going. Let's get a rate close to what we had against Arizona, who was a very good run defense. You know, A little over five yards a carry. 
you're going to be able to run play action and have a tremendous amount of success against this New Orleans Saints team. And uh, one thing you want to do is just make sure they don't have more opportunities with all offenses in the league. Make sure your offense stays on the field and your defense stays resting. So that way uh, the other team doesn't have as many opportunities. And right now the 49ers are looking to continue this offensive explosion. And I think this week it's run first. Last week it was pass first, loosen them up, then run. This week it'll be the opposite. They'll try to make New Orleans come out of their two deep safety look. They'll try to make Tyron Matthew and Marcus May come into the box. They'll want to make Demario Mathis come up and try to make tackles. And I think that's what's going to open up the passing game for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, it's all about stopping Alvin Kamara. I know I talked about Chris Olave, and he's spectacular. He can make a lot of plays down the field. That's why you got Charverius Ward. Charverius Ward is going to be tasked with helping take away Olave. And then when he's playing Diamond Lenore, they're going to give safety help or you know, they're going to give linebacker help underneath. There's going to be lots of ways that they can go ahead and help take away Chris Olave. Being without Michael Thomas is huge. Yeah, Jarvis Landry, he's a good player. He's going to make catches in this play or in this game. He's going to make plays, um, but you can somewhat limit him. He's not Cooper Cup. So he doesn't have, they don't have that dynamic player besides Olave in the passing game. I think if they had one more guy, it could be really concerning because they have some ability. But Alvin Kamara is all the things you want in a running back in the modern day NFL. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He can run the outside zone. He can run inside with power. He is a dynamic weapon. The thing is, the 49ers have went against these kind of guys before. This year, when McCaffrey was with the Panthers, they did a very good job of hemming up McCaffrey and making Carolina one-dimensional, not allowing McCaffrey to get going. Then they went against Austin Eckler in that Chargers offense, and they really limited Eckler. Eckler gets some plays early on in that game. Yeah. Was he able to get ever get going running the football? No. And that's exactly what the 49ers want to do with Alvin Kamara. Don't let him get going. Don't let this Saints running game get going. Stop him short of gaining two or three yards of carry. Keep him at that. Uh, make sure that the Saints face third and long. Uh, third and long situations are very good for this 49ers defense. And the way you do that is you make it difficult on Andy Dalton. If you turn this into an Andy Dalton must score or throw the football over 30 times a game to or 30 times in this game to win, 49ers are going to win the game. Their defense is too good. That pass rush, too good. Uh, and we talked about the Saints' offensive line. Though it's good on the right side, that left side can be uh, you know, gotten to by Nick Bosa, by Samson Ebucom, by Charles Menehue. 49ers come in waves along the defensive line, and that's going to be important in this game. Getting after them, stopping Kamara, though, is the first step. Because if you limit this run game and you force those third and longs, that's when the pass rush can get after him. So it's not an easy task. The linebackers, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Aziz Alshire, are going to have to locate Alvin Kamara when he releases out of the backfield. Uh, you can't guess. You have to go ahead and try to play him. He does make a catch. Limit the ability after the catch. Make the tackle right there. All the things the 49ers defense does really well is what they're going to have to do in this game. And I think if they slow up Alvin Kamara, this offense for the Saints is not going to roll. They're not going to get going. Andy Dalton can't go out there and throw it over 30 times and beat you. Uh, so put it on Andy Dalton. I'm sure that's what the Saints talk about a lot with Jimmy Garoppolo is, hey, let's put it on Jimmy and make him beat us. So I don't think it's you know that much of a difference between the two. But let's flip over to my wow, that's bold prediction. Wow, that's really bold. <laughs> Really bold. Whoa. 
Uh, and my wild ass bold prediction for this game, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go bold. Why not, right? Let let's 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 keep this going. I think last week Jimmy Garoppolo had himself one heck of a game. He went off four touchdowns. Uh, that was spectacular. This time, I think it's the running game for the San Francisco 49ers that really gets rolling. And I think we're going to see four touchdowns. I'm going to give two to Christian McCaffrey, one to Elijah Mitchell, and I'm going to give one to a wide receiver, probably Debo Samuel. I think they're going to score four touchdowns on the ground. 49ers go over 30 points again in this game. I think that is how they handle offense. I know a lot of people are seeing this explosion can't continue. I think it can. I think they're going to make big plays. Uh, I think there's a lot of avenues to be able to run the football in this game. I think the 49ers are going to take advantage of those with four rushing touchdowns. Why not, right? If you're going to go bold, let's go really bold. I still think Jimmy Garoppolo has a good game. I don't think he throws an interception. I think he's going to be very strategic. I just think when they get down there, they're going to be able to run the football and march it in. And who doesn't like four big rushing touchdowns for the San Francisco 49ers, closer to what they did against Carolina in 2019 for the run game just takes over and now it's time for my prediction of the game who wins this matchup between the new orleans saints and san francisco 49ers you've been listening to what i've been saying you probably think you have a pretty good idea uh that yes i think the san francisco 49ers are going to win this football game i think they're going to take the saints serious i don't think they're going to make this a trap game i think there are avenues to be able to score on the saints and to stop the saints the saints are not full strength uh this isn't drew Brees and sean payton on offense if it was uh, we would have an entirely different conversation. But this is Andy Dalton. And slowing down, you know, Alave and Alvin Kamara is a little bit easier without a Michael Thomas or, you know, another weapon out there. And then defensively, they just haven't been able to play very good, even though they have a tremendous amount of talent. Uh, they've been getting out X's and O's. They've been getting, ran, you know, run on. Their, their cornerbacks are st struggling stopping wide receivers. They do good against tight ends, but struggle against wide receivers. That's got a signal to you that it's cornerbacks and not safeties like Matthew and May, uh, which is probably the strength of their defense, which is crazy when you have Lattimore out there. But I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Last week, I picked the 49ers to win 34-17. Uh, I'm not far off on this one. I think the 49ers get 31 points. And I think they win this game 31-16. to uh, 49ers with a big victory over the New Orleans Saints. Go ahead and continue their ascension with their fourth straight win and move up a little bit in the playoffs uh, as far as you know, potentially distance themselves from the Seahawks with a Seahawks loss. But we'll see. Uh, but let me know what you think about this game preview show, what I had to say about both teams. Let me know in the comment section down below what your wild-ass bold prediction is. Love those. And also, what do you think the game prediction is going to be? Who do you think is going to win, and what's the score going to be? Are the 49ers going for their four straight victory? They're going to win this one. Or are you like some say, and this is a trap game, and the 49ers are going to struggle against the Saints and lose this? Let me know in the comment section down below. Really interested to hear what you have to say. And then join me this weekend for more commentary as we go with a game reaction show. It's going to be a lot of fun. But 49ers versus Saints is on the horizon. Hope you all had a great turkey day. Looking forward to interacting with you again in the future. It's going to be a fun weekend. Hopefully the 49ers get that big win, 31-16. I'm calling for. But until then, uh, until next time, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.